everyone. My name is Gray. I am the creator of Devil's Lake. I'm trying to make this podcast a seven-episode season. However, there's not yet a schedule for the episodes. I don't know how quickly I'll be able to get them out, but I am working on that, and hopefully we'll know soon. Um, so a lot of time and energy has gone into creating this, and I hope you all enjoy. Episode 1. Homecoming. God, I'm gonna sound insane. Um, recording made by Persephone Williams one week after the death of their grandmother. My grandmother, I mean. And it's not a week since her death exactly, just just since her body was found. So, I'm making this because, because I have an overactive imagination and I watch too many horror movies and read too many true horror stories and with all the stress of her death and then the move, it's just getting to me. That's what my grandmother would say. That's what she always said. And now she can't. So, it's just a lot of weird things have been happening recently. Ever since her death. No, since before her death? About three weeks before. That's when she went missing. She went missing and I didn't know until they... Until they found her body. So... I had to move down here. Her old community in Devil's Lake. The Lotus Flower Villas. Kinda thought I'd never be here again. As much as I love my grandma, this place is... Well, I'll get to that. It's a gated community, uh, suburbs of the small town over here. Anyway, Webbs, Zir my... My, uh, partner in crime, as they say. Uh, Z can't come down yet, and since I can't have Zem on the phone 24-7, Z suggested I make these recordings. Well... Z suggested I talk to an actual person, but I don't really know anyone here anymore. I can't exactly afford a therapist, so... These. Just like, voice recordings. So I can talk about the stuff that's happening, and everything that seems kinda off. And I could just get it out and hear how illogical it is. And when I see webs again, we can laugh it off. It will all be okay. I just have to get through about 10 weeks here, and then I won't be alone again. Everything will be better. I'll start with last month, when they found her body. Uh, Maybe when she went missing, because I actually didn't know that she was missing. That's really what started all of this. I'll have to start there. My gran and I call each other about every two days. And we talk about everything. She knew all about my shitty roommate in freshman year. And she told me all about the bingo scandal going on in her community center. And somehow, throughout the two weeks she was missing, we kept talking. 
every few days, without fail, we would talk on the phone. I guess her texting slowed down, but even before this, she's never been great about responding to texts, so nothing seemed off. It was all just normal. She told me about how she had bought a hummingbird feeder and put it out on her kitchen window, and five days later, her neighbor, or rival, as my grandmother always said, just had to know where she bought it, so she could get one too. (laughs) She was always complaining about how Catherine was trying to one-up her. (laughs) Then, suddenly, she stopped calling. Stopped answering, didn't text, and when I called the police to check on her, they told me she had been missing for the past two and a half weeks. And then the next day, they called to say they found a body. They found her body. And they said she had been dead for a week or more. I tried to tell them it wasn't possible that I'd spoken to her at least four days ago that she couldn't have even been missing that long. But they completely brushed me off. They told me, based on decomposition of the body and insect activity, there's no way that's possible. Told me, grief does funny things to the mind. (laughs) They didn't even, I don't know, take a statement or something? They just acted like I'm crazy. As if I could mix up talking to her with some other old lady I know. It's not like I have any other family. Bio family, at least. And... It's not just when she died they're being weird about. It's also... When they found her, she was... In our old apartment building? I mean, it had been closed down for years. Like, since the year after we moved out, I think? It was completely abandoned and all locked up, but... That's where they found her. They mentioned she was all dressed up, too, like she was going out to dinner. I mean... I know the calls couldn't have been from her, but last time we talked, she hadn't mentioned anything like that. I mean, there's no one else they could be from, though. I thought I could have, I don't know, imagined the calls, but I checked my call history. I was getting a call three or four times a week from South Carolina. Of course, the useless police told me she was going senile said she was getting ready for church or to see a friend, and got confused. Forgot about our move to Lotus, got lost and scared, didn't know what to do. There's natural causes. They won't even tell me anything beyond that. No one is talking about why they searched there, how they got in, or even what killed her. I, I didn't even get to see the body. Some neighbor from up here identified her. I I don't remember who now. I was a little distracted when they told me. I should probably find out. Maybe thank them? As much as I want to know what happened, I don't think I could have seen her like that. Her will requested that she be cremated and spread over the walking path she loved. I'm waiting on her ashes now. So, that's what started all this. Her going missing.
Now, I know this makes me seem less than sane, but I'm sure this was real. Gwebs was even with me on some of these calls and spoke with her. I know they're real, but there's also... When I was driving here, to her old house, obviously, things got weird again. Not in the same way. I didn't have to take a call for my definitely dead grandmother or anything. Really, this one was probably just my head playing tricks on me. Sleep deprivation, stress, too much coffee. Something like that. It's just... I stopped. To get gas. And more coffee. Just at this small rundown station. When I walked in the store, there was a man there. I couldn't tell you much about him. I mean, he wasn't being rude or anything. That's not why he caught my attention. He was just standing in the middle of the store. I... I don't remember what he looks like. His face, his hair color, it's all kind of a blur. But he was tall. And I remember his clothing. It was, um, khakis and this god-awful button-up, all bright and patterned. That's what caught my eye. I couldn't stop looking. And it almost hurt to look at. Like there was a disconnect between my eyes and my brain that couldn't comprehend what I was seeing. That's... That's probably why I don't remember what he looked like, actually. The shirt is... Webbs would have loved it. The outfit? Zero is out trying to joke about how if their clothes aren't giving the people in a five mile radius a headache, they're dressing wrong. Probably would have chatted with him about where he got it, too. But I just... I couldn't. I couldn't talk to him. I tried. I really did. I thought it would help make him seem less weird somehow. I opened my mouth to talk when I realized he was staring at me hard. Like he hated me almost. And not even looking me in the eyes. He was he was looking at my necklace, I think. And then and then I started to notice the whispers. I couldn't really tell where they were coming from at first. I actually thought it was the slushy machine. You know, the gurgling, mixing sound it makes, but... It started getting louder and louder, and the lights overhead were flickering. I could almost make out what the voices were saying, too. And I really wanted to focus on them. See if I could hear what each voice was telling me. Somehow, somehow I knew they were telling me secrets. Little lies people had told and whatever people kept hidden. And I just got drawn in. I couldn't stop listening. I couldn't stop staring. And I wanted to join him, I think. Follow him and tell him all my secrets too. And let them be collected and stored. Heard. Then suddenly my phone rang. It was uh, Webb's number. I I looked around reflectively, and when I looked back, he was gone. I heard the bell jingle as someone left, but I didn't look back. I didn't want to see where he'd gone, and I didn't want to get stuck like that again.
I didn't even end up buying anything. When I looked around, I noticed the cashier wasn't there. It was probably just on break, but I filled my tank and left. I know it sounds like a bad creepypasta. They'd call it, why I'm never going to a gas station again or something like that. But I don't know, it just felt so real. I was probably just overcaffeinated, and I had been driving too long, and I was sad, and it all just caught up with me. Made my brain go all funny. I probably even freaked out that man in the store, staring at him like that. That's, that's why he left so fast. There was no reason to be scared of him. Anyway, our last weird thing, which is just here old house and this community lotus flower villas i never really thought i'd be back here because of everything that happened when i left i never came back to visit but she left me everything it was unsurprising she didn't really have anyone else to give it to but that everything included the house of course. Actually, I was a little surprised about the house. I didn't know you could do that in gated communities. I thought they'd be snatched up right away by the owners and made ready for the next couple. But no, the owner called uh, Tobias Osborne. He told me she had paid her rent for the next year. and It'd be more expensive to cancel the lease right away. Said it couldn't be left empty either for, uh, neighborhood reasons. I didn't really have a choice. I mean, it's not bad here. It's a lot more accepting than you'd expect. I never heard a word when I'd bring home girlfriends, but still, it's just... Unvaried. It feels like someone left a movie set to its own devices. Or... Like someone had to fill in a background, so they just copied and pasted the same life over and over again. I feel like if I checked on all of the streets I never go, I'd find the same family in each of the exact same houses. I'm not going to check. And it's always weirdly quiet. I mean, there are families here, with children and i remember seeing them at the pool and in the community center it's not like people just don't go out they do i can hear someone mowing the lawn and some kids playing on their scooter right now but below that almost there's this absence in the air and it just hangs there and you can really feel it it's sort of sticky and it suffocates the buzz of mosquitoes and the call of the birds like a vacuum. The whole place just makes you feel watched and exposed. Alone. <laughs> I've never been very good with alone. <laughs> That's why you're here though. So I don't have to feel alone. And then when Webbs gets here, Zill brings Sir Isaac Newton, and I won't be alone. This place can start to feel like normal. <laughs> right now, it's not. Because people always talk about 
how sometimes they'll see their family members for weeks after they pass away, and I know that's a thing. It's a well-documented thing, I think, but whenever people talk about it, there's there's usually someone there, right? Like, like they'll see someone on the street or on a bus, and they'll think it's their family member, and it's sad, but it's just because you miss them, and it's not them, but... I keep seeing her, I think. And I don't mean in other people. I mean, when I look in the mirror, or sometimes just out the window, I think I see her in the reflection. It's just for a second, not, not enough to confirm it, but when I look back, or try and see a little closer, she's gone. I don't know what to do anymore. I know this is bad, but I just want to forget it all. Say, screw the lease, tell Webbs there's no need to move, and run right back to New York. Just like I did when I was younger. Leave her and this ghost behind. No. <laughs> I can't do that to her again. This is going to be a very long few months. Well, I'm going for a walk. I need to get out of this damn house. See some of the trails my gran used to love, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I was walking. I, I was walking by the water, but... On my way back, I saw the window to my grand's kitchen. I hadn't noticed it before. I hadn't gone in there yet, but... There was the hummingbird feeder. The, the one she told me about while she, was, while she was dead. I thought she just must have gotten it before she went missing. And maybe your grand told me about it before, and I'd forgotten, but... Catherine, her navel, the one she's rivals with... She had one, too, in her yard, just like Gran mentioned, so I asked her about it, and she said she got it May 14th. She told me this long story about why she remembered it was that specific day, but that is when my Gran was missing. That is while she was gone, and while she was calling me. This is... I don't know what this is anymore. I mean... Catherine's old. It's possible she just got her story wrong and bought it a different day. Maybe this is all just one big coon. No. I am not going crazy. This isn't just me. This isn't some weird hummingbird feeder conspiracy. Something is going on here. And... Something happened to my grandma. I need to know more. I need to stay here. I need to find out what happened with my grandmother's death. Damn it.